Humans and chimpanzees. Are we really 99% similar in our DNA? That's our topic for today. Hi, I'm Keaton Halley, here with Dr. Matthew Charhati, one of our newest uh, speakers in our CMI US office. Okay, Hi, greeting, Matthew. greetings, everybody. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, yeah, glad you could join us. And as I mentioned, our topic today is the uh, alleged genetic similarity of humans and chimpanzees. Um, even your, your average uh, person on the street has heard this claim that um, humans and chimps share 99% or 98%, sometimes the figure is, of our DNA. Uh, so we're going to talk about whether yeah. that's true or false and, and the implications it has for our worldview. Um, so, Matthew, do you know where that figure actually came from originally? Okay, so originally this figure was uh, determined by a, a researcher called John Alquist as an evolutionist. And he said that uh, this was based on an older CUDA technology involving DNA, DNA hybridization. Yeah, this this was like back in the 1970s, back I in believe. The, back is in that the right? 1990s, um, it, it was decades ago. Oh, it, was, it was a very cute technology, and that was before they had actually even sequenced um, the human yeah, genome yeah, yeah. or even the, the chimpanzee genome. genome. So, so this was uh, based not on sequential technology, whereas they've uh, sequenced the whole entire uh, chimpanzee genome as well as the human genome sequence. And when we look at uh, newer data, uh, uh, other research uh, studies show that. This uh, sequentially, when we talk about sequence similarity, we get numbers as low as 96.5%, even as, as low as 87%, or even as low as 70%. The interesting thing is that when they uh, sequenced the uh, chimpanzee genome and they aligned it to human, they found big differences between the two genomes. In fact, only 70% of the chimpanzee genome actually aligned to the human genome. It's a very big gap. There are lots of missing regions between the two genomes. Yeah. So this, this is very significant. And right, in effect, Matthew, you're saying that um, it's, it's it's almost like an urban legend that um, humans and chimps share 90, 99% similarity in their DNA. This is something that the, the figure keeps getting kicked around and everybody knows that it's true, and yet it's, it's actually a myth. So actually, let's take a look at this 1%. Uh, the human genome sequence is, uh, is 3 billion base pairs. And even if this 1% figure is true, let's take a look at the numbers. Yeah. This would correspond to uh, several hundred genes which are present uh, in human as opposed to chimpanzee. And this is actually quite a lot. This can yeah. cause, this could be responsible for quite a bit of difference. And you know, people, they, they emphasize like similarities, but there are also quite a large number of differences between uh, chimpanzees and humans. Uh, so for example, um, if we look at regulatory regions, uh, we, we find that uh, for 17%, one-sixth of all the regulatory networks in human are missing from chimpanzees. And uh, they've actually counted the number of uh, differing genes between chimpanzees and humans. There are about 1,400. And about, uh, for example, about 10% of these genes cause differences in the brain region. And again, if you look at the brain region of chimpanzees and humans, they're very different. Yeah. There are regions in the human uh, brain which 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 uh, are responsible for speech, which chimpanzees don't have. And it's also a very major difference between uh, us and chimpanzees. Yeah. And th this is a major problem, of course, because like you said, even if we sort of grant the assumption that we are only 1% different, that's still, we're talking about 30 million letters differences between humans and chimps today. Um, and supposedly the, the evolutionists say that we had a common ancestor 6 million years ago. 
But can you really it, well, achieve I mean, that many differences in that? I mean, it's a long amount of time, but but it's relatively short to get that well, many well, changes, I mean, right? Uh, six million years, according to current uh, genetic mod- models taking uh, uh, mutations into account, uh, even six million years is uh, incapable of accruing all these mutations. Uh, but we can also look at, uh, at gross, uh, the gross similarity between chimpanzees and the human genome. Uh, for example... If you look at the Y chromosome, uh, the chimpanzee Y chromosome is only about half the size of the human Y chromosome. Yeah, that's that, a, that's that a, was a shock, right? When they yes, discovered yes, yes, that very much the Y chromosomes were radically different very um, between different. humans and chimps. And we can also talk about uh, chromosome number two. Uh, evolutionists like to point out that, uh, or they try to point out that, that uh, uh, chimpanzee chromosome 2A and 2B, they fused uh, to form uh, what is what they think is a human chromosome number two. Uh, I think that uh, chimpanzee chromosome 2B should be called uh, chromosome number 3 in chimpanzees. The fact of the matter is that uh, creation scientists, uh, researchers, we analyzed the, uh, the the alleged fusion point between chromosome 2A and 2B in chimpanzee, which should correspond to in human chromosome number 2. And they found all these regulatory and all these functional elements uh, evolutionists allege that uh, two chromosomes in chimpanzee fused uh, to form a single chromosome in human. Yeah, and and yeah. for the for the lay audience who might not even know what chromosomes are, um, these are like the when DNA gets all wound up together and bundled in these huge um, chunks. It, it's like like big continuous chunks of DNA. And we, uh, you yeah. might remember in high school that that humans have twenty three pairs of chromosomes. Chimpanzees have twenty four. Right. And so hence the fusion. So that's yeah. that's one of the differences in effect that they actually have an extra chromosome compared to us. Exactly. But exactly. What the evolutionists claim is that two of these. Um, not not in the chimpanzee, but in the common ancestor between chimps and humans. They say these uh, other apes have 23 pairs of chromosomes and that two of these fused to form human chromosome number human. two. Right, that's what they say. But uh, upon closer examination, we find that this alleged fusion point between the two chromosomes, uh, it's not functionless. There's a lot of uh, functional elements uh, in that region, meaning that that uh, it really really disproves the idea that that uh, two chromosome ends just randomly got tacked on. Yeah, joined together. Yeah, really yeah. We, we know chromosome fusions can happen. That they seem to be rare right. in nature, but a, an end-to-end fusion would be um, very... Actually, we see these kinds of things in, in cancer, which is not quite, not something <laughs> yeah. that would uh, help the fitness of a given organism. Yeah, very good. And yeah. we've written a lot more uh, about that. We can't go into much more depth yeah. about chromosome fusion, but it's uh, it's a hotly contested area. Uh, between creationists and evolutionists. Um, maybe we should talk a bit about just what um, similarity would prove. That's an argument for evolution in general, that allegedly the, the similarities between different types of organisms right. down to the level of our DNA yeah. supposedly proves that, therefore, we have a well, common ancestor because well, we shared those same sequences. I mean, uh, so they say that uh, we're 99% similar to chimpanzees. Uh, and again, this number is very contested. Different groups show different uh, statistics. But then uh, we're also 50% similar to bananas, or we also have genes in common with yeast. Does it make yeah. us half banana or half <laughs> daffodil or whatever? It sounds ridiculous, but I mean, uh, I mean, again, this is an error of, of correlation does not prove causation, that uh, there could be another explanation behind the similarities. Uh, another possible explanation is that, is that the reason we have so many genes in common with chimpanzee is because that uh, there's simply, we eat the same food, 
And so we need similar enzymes to break down this food. So simply... Um, yeah, and structurally, we're very similar, right? We're both exactly, mammals. Exactly, we, exactly. we, we um, have the same sort of skeleton. And, um, and so, of course, God could use genes as design elements to uh, build up uh, humans and chimpanzees, which just so happen to be structurally similar. Of course, I mean, uh, if evolution is true, we'd have to show how random mutations uh, bring about all these, all these, all these uh, differences. Yeah, but, and as... But as we already mentioned, there's a major problem with getting, you know, in, in the amount of time that we al- allegedly uh, de- departed yeah. from our common ancestor with chimpanzees in six million years or so. Mm. Um, that's not enough time to get all right, these right. all these differences. Right. And let's also not forget that that uh, mutations, the random changes in the DNA, and you don't get uh, you d- you can't rewrite a book into another book. Let's say from Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven to let's say Tolstoy's War and Peace, simply by Rewriting the letters, it doesn't happen that way. Yeah, the mutations are overwhelmingly harmful, deleterious. Right? Exactly. Exactly. And, um, I mean, obviously, this means that the genes contain information, and they were designed by an intelligent designer who is the triune god of the Bible. What would you say to you? I, I would think there's an argument to be made that we're more than merely our DNA, right? When you when you look at the differences between humans and chimps on uh, not on the level of genetics but on the level of the the phenotype and our behavior and yes, so, so forth. So exactly I mean, I mean uh, again let's just, we can also stress differences between chimpanzees and humans. Uh, humans have speech, chimpanzees uh, they've been able to learn like a repertoire of of words but they're very rote uh, words uh, when, when chimpanzees use these, when they mimic these words, which are taught to them by humans, it's not like they expect a reward for using that word in these in these experiments. Uh, and also like parrots can also mimic uh, mm, words. Yeah. Doesn't mean that, that chimpanzees can use grammar or like a structured language. Yeah, they have some level of communication, but it's not the same as they, humans. They, they only use single words as opposed to sentences, mm-hmm. which yeah. humans, I mean, we also have art. We think abstractly. Yeah, we have creativity and and so forth. Um, and obviously we worship God, which which animals right, right. don't. So there, there are massive differences, you know, between the animal right. kingdom, even, even the brightest animals, uh, birds and dolphins and chimpanzees and so forth. They can't even um, that, come that close to. They, they can't even come, uh, come close to, to humans. Yeah, and so I think that uh, there's a lot of evidence which we've covered, and I think uh, we can make a lot of uh, use of it as Christians in our witness to our friends and colleagues. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, since as we've said, everybody has heard this claim that humans and chimps are are 99% similar, uh, might be a, an interesting talking point that could open doors. To the gospel, you know, to, to share with people that that the scripture is true, that the the Bible's testimony is correct when it says that we yeah, are exactly. And I, I think this just shows that that uh, with newer and newer evidence, uh, science really proves the Bible as opposed to evolution. Yeah, this myth has been around for so long, and I think it really has to be put to rest. That uh, this is a truth that that uh, that we were made in God's image. We're, we're very separate from the animals. Yeah, there is no continuation between chimpanzees and humans. Again, let's stress differences as opposed to similarities. Yeah, and so you know, one other point that we should maybe make, Matthew, is that um, the scientist that you mentioned, who was at one time an evolutionist, John, Dr. John Alquist, when he gave us, uh, he was one of the people that was instrumental in giving us that ninety-nine percent figure originally. Well, he's since uh, become a Bible-believing, a Bible-believing creationist, creationist. That and is Christian. True. Yes, and, uh, and I've worked with him uh, on a paper before. So Yeah, we, we interviewed yeah. him as well in our Creation magazine. 
Yeah. Um, and so if people want to um, be exposed to that kind of content, well, uh, sign up for uh, Creation and, Magazine, right? And I think this also goes to show that that uh, that uh, this evidence, it, it convinces high-level scientists as well. Yeah. Many high-level scientists, uh, including myself, uh, when we're faced with the evidence, we, when we put together the pieces, we see that really the Bible is better supported as opposed to evolutionary theory. Yeah, and, and Dr. Alquist himself now regards um, the, the evidence of human ape similarity as consistent with his his biblical worldview. Right. Now, if people want to get access to that interview with Dr. Alquist, well, we will put a link uh, below in our show notes, as well as other links to relevant articles uh, re- related to the content we discussed today. And uh, hey, if you made it to the end of this uh, episode, well, congratulations. Thanks for joining us. It's been a fascinating conversation, Matthew. Uh, thank you very much. And if you enjoyed the content today, I hope you will just uh, take the opportunity to rate our podcast. That will help us to be found by others. Thanks for listening.